Hitler's mustache was a traditional type, but even among his supporters it was thought to look absurd and ugly on him. In 1923, Ernst Hanfstengel, a close associate, suggested he let it grow out to the ends of his lips. Trying to be tactful, he told Hitler, leader of a Nazi party that was still obscure and weak, that the short brush style was unfashionable. Hitler's response was characteristic. If it is not the fashion now, it will be later, he said, because I wear it. Anecdotes like this may help make Hitler accessible, if not fully understandable. And this is necessary, because the very enormity of his crimes leads to his often being represented as either subhuman or as a supernatural figure, a demon. Both misconceptions are dangerous. They make him unreal, with the possible consequence of our forgetting that what he did can be done again. It is for the sake of seeing Hitler just as he was that this collection of anecdotes and facts has been assembled. The source material is abundant, enormous. Probably no one in history has been more closely observed and reported on. There is even an account of how he cultivated the famous forelock which, like his mustache, was an essential identifying element of his appearance. After the war, one of his secretaries described the procedure to an Allied interrogator. She said, He would bend over forward and comb his hair down before his eyes, just like a woman does. Then he would make the part, and just loosely comb back the left portion, so that with a jerk of the head, the left forward lock would drop over his forehead. And this happened all the time during his speech-making. Hitler's hair was dark brown, almost black, his collar and shoulders were often flecked with dandruff. The Hypnotic Stare Hitler's eyes were blue or blue-gray. An officer who worked at headquarters during the war made the remarkable observation that Hitler sometimes crossed them in jest. By the time Hitler was in his late forties, he had become farsighted. Reports sent to him had to be typed out on a Führer typewriter, the letters of which were about twice normal size, almost half an inch high. He regularly used eyeglasses, and although he was photographed wearing them, publication of these photographs was forbidden. Some have survived, however, including one with an X through it, made on the negative by Hitler himself. Hitler's eyes are important historically because of the mystical qualities sometimes attributed to them, Followers frequently describe them as blazing, hypnotic, dominating. In objective fact, they were physically prominent, large and slightly bulging, and Hitler made a point of using them for dramatic effect. It was his practice, when meeting someone for the first time, to stare with what he imagined to be a penetrating gaze. Not surprisingly, this made a profound impression on many visitors, especially those who had come to the interview wanting this to be their unforgettable meeting with the self-described greatest German of all time. Others found the famous stare opaque, dull. Hitler's head. Hitler's head was not remarkable, although he thought it was. 
In February 1937, he summoned a distinguished surgeon, Professor Ferdinand Sauerbruch, and a team of phrenologists to take measurements of his skull. These experts concluded that the various dimensions of Hitler's head, for example, the distance from chin to forehead, from eye socket to eye socket, and so on, were just like Napoleon's, and nothing like it since Frederick the Great. Hitler was delighted, and had their findings written up in a 130-page manuscript, which was carefully stored in his private library.